Yo, welcome to my pal Sammy, the podcast and the newsletter. Double trouble because this isn't Seinfeld. I totally believe in double dipping, which can be a double-edged sword, uh, even if it does lead to double the fun. How are you holding up? Lately, it feels like people answer that question honestly. Uh, Pre-pandemic, we used to kind of brush it off with fine. Remember fine? Fine wasn't always honest. However, I am fine. It's true. Just ask the ladies in my life. But I'm also restless. Eventually, it took a little bit of time, but I've sort of cobbled together a pandemic lifestyle, a schedule that passes for my new abnormal, which thankfully includes weekly visits with humans who laugh at 62% of my jokes, such as they are, and trips to the Toronto Public Library. Last time I went, the kind and fantastic library staff were still checking out books on my behalf. As patrons, we were denied access to the self-checkout machines. The staff have done such an outstanding job. They're patient, methodical, resourceful, totally determined to fulfill their purpose on their own merits and at their own pace. It's super inspiring. When you know who you are, it's just much easier to be who you are. I had 10 holds, 10 books, basically, to pick up. And I scored an older gentleman. After I gave him my digits, still got it. Told you I was fine. He gave me, well, eight of my holds. There were a few other people waiting for their books. Dudes dealing with this unpolished process, so I didn't push back. I could pick him up later. But one of the books he failed to check out for me was Val Kilmer's memoir, I'm Your Huckleberry. (laughs) Yo, I cannot wait to go back and pick that up. That I didn't get the Iceman's book, the Iceman's biography, left me cold in this August sunshine. Crash and burn, huh, Mav? This considerate older gentleman reminded me of this other library senior moment I had this past December. All right, so I'm in the library. I head to the science fiction section, a route I could find easily if I was blind. And there, I'm startled to see a senior citizen. I mean, it's the science fiction library, right? Typically, the readers are finding their look like, well, me. Nerdish types, you know? I got glasses. I knew I grew up to become a cliche. As I'm scanning the S section for John Scalzi novels, I've read Agents of the Stars, which, uh, (laughs) that book tells the story of Tom Stein, a young Hollywood agent who's hired by an alien race to handle the revelation of their presence to humanity. Was it satire or comedy or something else entirely? Pick it up for yourself and decide. It's a fun novel, and I wanted to see what else John was up to, if he'd written anything else lately. Still, I can't help but glance over the senior citizen. She's old. I mean, you could easily debate which world war she survived. And yet, she's here, in the science fiction section, pulling books off the shelf, just like me. We're sold the narrative that people will become cranky and conservative as they age. I'm sure we've seen that with some grandparents, maybe an uncle or an aunt. And yet, that narrative isn't always true. It's not universal. And yet, that narrative 
isn't always true. It's not universal. We've also encountered open and intellectually fiery seniors, even grandmas tougher than leather, and those are often the most impressive types of women. I bet this lady beside me is one of them. I pulled John Scalzi's uh, The Android Dream off the shelf as I, as I wonder if I've read this novel. I decide it's galvanizing. To be that age and still reading sci-fi, not always, but often, sci-fi readers are curious and compelling. They're able to engage complex ideas. The best conversations and friendships I have are with fellow sci-fi nerds. They don't just see the current world. They dream about how the world should be. I hope Sci-Fi Senior hangs out with a group of hip seniors who actively engage in debate aliens and uh, time travel and like the morality of teleportation with her over tea and biscuits. I haven't read the Android's dream, so it's coming with me. When the Sci-Fi Senior looks over at me and she says, This is so confusing. Why do all these mystery novels have spaceships on them? It takes me a second. Wait, I are you looking for the mystery section? This is not it? Mm, no. It's literally around the corner at the back of this shelf. She puts the sci-fi novel down and shovels off with her buggy explore mysteries, taking away my hope for a brighter and cooler future. No. So once again, it just goes to show the only thing we can confirm about seniors they have terrible eyesight. I miss that though. I miss shelves, bookstores. I miss spending time in the library. I miss seeing the covers, that magnetic pull of a book that demands I pick it up and check it out, maybe read the back. That strange mental evaluation, that process that produces a voice that says, this one, you're coming home with me. I miss judging a book by its cover. I wonder how Sci-Fi Senior evaluates the mysteries she was seeking. Which cases does she take on and want to solve? This is less of a confession and more of a fact I like to read. Thankfully, my subway is often delayed, so I'm never on time for anything, but I'm always well read when I finally get there. Since 2011, I've been using a Google spreadsheet to Fitbit my reading. It's one of those weird things where somebody will ask for a book recommendation and my brain goes, I don't know. It's super helpful. Like, So I basically started to write it all down. Starting in 2011, I've used my birth date, September 28, as day one. And I read for the year up to the day before, September 27. Generally, but not always, I tend to knock out about 80 books in a year. Plus a boatload of comics about 400 or so single monthly issues, and then roughly another like 100 trades, graphic novels, which is pretty decent for the year. Back around September 2019, heading towards my birthday, I realized I was slightly under at 76 books. But September 27 was a Friday. I didn't want to start a new book, decided to rest up instead So since I just concluded two books. All this means to say that since September 28, 2011, I've read a grand total of 518 books. To get even this far is astonishing. As I said, I'd like to thank all the delays on the public transit for that extra bit of reading time. And for the friends who never called on a Friday night to invite me out 
This is for you. We did it together. As for the books that I've read, uh, as for the 518 books, it's a rainbow variety. Uh, sports biographies, Stephen King novels, startup memoirs, poetry collections, lots more. I don't say any of this to be impressive. Uh, even if you don't know me well enough, like we're all past trailers and like first date manners. I'm cool with who I am. Hopefully you are as well. Rather, I share it because I often see people express the desire to read more. And what I've learned is that like everything else in life, when I paid attention to something, it improved. Writing the numbers down made it matter. If you want to lose weight, you have to keep getting on the scale. If you're writing a novel, celebrate getting to 50 or 100, even 200 pages. The numbers matter. I mean, it's how we rudely categorize serial killers. Nobody's only killed two people gets a TV movie of the week, right? Or books? I was startled that something as simple as pay attention would dramatically increase the amount of books I'd read. It worked, so I pass it on to you, to you people who want to read more. Figure out what works for you. Uh, you can track yourself with Goodreads. Uh, you can use a Google spreadsheet. There's that note thingy app, notepad thingy app on your phone. I don't know, whatever. Just go nuts. Write it all down. Track it like a focus hunter. And in no time, you'll be devouring books whole like a python. There's so many incredible and astonishing books out there impatiently waiting for you to make your life better, to inject wonder into your imagination, and to startle your set theories while refreshing your outdated facts. It is a fantastic time to be an avid reader, especially if you pay attention. Though sadly, as my birthday, September 28th, is fast approaching, what are we today, August something, which will conclude another cycle of birth year readings, I realize that embarrassingly, the pandemic has slowed down my reading. Over the weekend, I finished Tremblay's Survivor Song, which puts me at a paltry 55 books since September 28, 2019. So much for time enough at last. The Twilight Zone prophecy has come true yet again. <sighs> Rod Serling is right. I mean, I, I lost my daily commutes on the subway, which gave me a couple hours of reading time. And I lost the library, my pusher. I mean, it was closed for a little while, several months. So I was unmoored. Lost. Like, I was going through a harsh breakup. I didn't know what to do with my hands or myself or, like, you know. Reading as a daily habit makes a huge difference. Like the way seniors take a daily cholesterol pill. Thankfully, I've slowly resumed consuming pages. You know, if you've enjoyed Stephen King's masterpiece of Stand and are looking for another virus end of the world jam, check out Paul Tremblay's Survivor Song. While a more intimate portrait of a zombie apocalypse, it lacks the breadth of characters in situations of Stand. Still... As your basic virus ends the world slash zombie apocalypse, it's a fine addition to the genre. I really dig this genre uh, with like World War Z, mm, I Am Legend, I suppose. That's kind of a weird one. But Richard Matheson, let's throw it in there. 
if that works on the strain del toro's trilogy oh and more recently chuck windig's wanderers that novel echoes the stand with its ambition and broad cast of characters it's um it's stephen king's stand meets twilight zone monsters are due on maple street remember that one terrifying bonus at 800 pages hardcover it's a way to sneak in some weightlifting to your life. Yo, I logged out Mother onto the subway back when it first came out. So if you haven't been getting a lot of exercises during lockdown or quarantine or whatever we're calling this time, uh, start picking up that book. 800 pages. You'll get fit in no time. And you know, it's not weird reading virus ending apocalypse during a pandemic. <laughs> The characters in these novels have to do something, so they often find themselves in surreal or tenuous situ situations. During this pandemic, we mostly Python swallowed cable news misinformation and like actively spread fear and anxiety on social media. Why it's acceptable to curb the spread of the virus, but fashionable to spread fear, I kind of understand. You can curb fear. You don't have to spread fear. But we do it all the time. So yeah, uh, a real-life pandemic, it turns out, <laughs> is not that exciting or as fearful as these novels. Uh, thankfully, there isn't any relation to real life. So yeah, it's no, you know, not reading it like, this is real life. There's a big difference between being in an actual fight in real life, like punching somebody and being in Fight Club which is another excellent novel. Survivor Song came out about a month ago. If your library is open, drop by and check it out. Literally. If you want to check me out, it's my pal Sammy at Twitter, Facebook, and IG. You can tell me what you're reading. If you've listened to this, um, which sounds really ominous, it's, I'm still alive, I'm quite fine, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need you to avenge my death. And this isn't Mission Impossible or I'm going to give you some sort of mission to complete. But if you're listening to this and you came by it, uh, I don't know how the internet works. You found it somewhere else. I do also uh, write a newsletter called My Pal Sammy. Uh, it's, um, it's on Substack. So if you Google My Pal Sammy Substack, it'll show up. Uh, last little while, I have been recording these messages, kind of attaching them to it. So, uh, as I said, that's how I double dip, how I get into double trouble. So, that's what we do here. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out and listen. Honestly, tell me what you're reading. If there's something really cool out there, or a new novel, or uh, you have a recommendation, let me know.